You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Oh, that's greasy. That's really greasy. That's greasy. We are back on The Pipeline Show. This is Guy Flaming, and uh, we're going to continue on with our WHL team-by-team previews. Uh, This time, this segment, it's the Prince George Cougars, and that means I get both the GM and the head coach because it's the same guy. Mark Lamb, welcome back to The Pipeline Show. Mark, how are you? I'm doing really good. Well, I appreciate you making the time here in the off season. I know at camp and everything is uh, starting up here right away. I-, I wonder what the mood is like around the organization uh, as camp gets started here. Well, I, I think the the mood has been has been really good. It's a it's it's certainly different uh, from last year. We've made uh, you know quite a bit of quite a few changes in the organization. So when you when you when you have change, it. Uh, it, it changes the mood. Um, you know, everyone's pretty, pretty excited to get going. We're going to, we're going to get going today, uh, bringing our, our younger guys in for a little orientation and, uh, and set the tone. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the camp and the players coming, but first let's look back at last year's squad and, uh, the team, uh, the players on the team who aren't coming back and, uh, the overage players the Cougars lose are, uh, Mike McLean, Josh Curtis, uh, as well as uh, Joel Lacusta. Uh, anyone else from last year's uh, roster, Mark, that uh, fans should not expect to see this year? Um, yeah, those guys. Um, you know, obviously those guys. That was the last year. But uh, mm-hmm. Vlad Mikolchuk, who's a, a European on our team, he signed uh, a deal over in the KHL. Uh, he was our leading scorer last year, so it's a big, uh, big hole to fill. A real good player that uh, you know would have been a an overage for us this year, but, uh, you know, which is good for him. He, he's going there. He's, uh, signed a pro contract, uh, over in Europe and we wish him the best. Uh, no one else though. So you still have four 20 year olds uh, coming to camp this year. Yeah, we'll have, uh, you know, Mazer, Shotler, Crossley, McPhee. They'll be, uh, fighting it out for the, um, you know, the 20 year old, uh, position. We really like, uh, you know, would we, have brought back and obviously we can only have three guys so we're going to have to make a decision there and three of those guys are on the blue line so healthy competition for that one spot i know we'll talk about the defenseman uh in a minute uh but as a as a coach as a gm you like to see that internal competition in camp uh, when it comes to uh, trying to settle the 20 year old situation let them kind of settle it for you uh, with their performance yeah um you know we we know these guys you know pretty well i you know, it's, uh, I've only been here one year, so you, you get to know these guys. They're, they're quality individuals, quality people, and really good hockey players. And internal competition uh, within your hockey club with with all age groups, not just uh, the overage age group. Uh, and actually, it's a little bit bigger than that, too. You have your internal competition as your 20-year-olds. But um, the 20-year-old situation around the league, there's a lot of them. Uh, and you can only have three. So you just don't look at your team. Uh, obviously you look at your team, but in, in, in a broader and a bigger picture, you look around the league to see if, uh, some of these other 20 year olds that fall off, uh, that don't, uh, stick on teams, if they can help you. Let's look at the import situation. And, uh, you mentioned that uh, Vlad Mikolchuk uh, not coming back is signing in the KHL. Uh, is Matty Toman uh, returning this year? Yes, uh, Matty's re- returning. We're looking forward to seeing him. Uh, you know, um, you know, he had a, he had a, he had a good year. It's a, you know, it's a transition year for these guys coming over and it's everything's new. So mm-hmm. we expect him to be a, a lot better as we expect every player to be better as they get older. It doesn't matter if you're European or a 
first-year guy, second-year guy. We expect improvement and, and development. Uh, so we're happy to have him back. And then we, we drafted another uh, um, Czech player, uh, Philip Kofer, who actually him and Toman have played together before, so they're familiar with each other, which uh, should make it a lot more comfortable for Kofer coming over and having Toman around. And it's a, it's another forward as well. Was that by design? Did you decide going into the draft that uh, we need to take a, a guy up front uh, rather than a defenseman, or is that just the way it worked out? No, yeah, no. When we're, um, you know, the import draft's a, a lot tougher thing, so you can't really, you know, if you can if you can go by position, that's 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 really good. You know, we had a few people that we were targeting um, in the draft, uh and it didn't matter what position they were, just if they were there and we thought they could help us, that's how we pick. All right. Mark Lamb, the GM, head coach of the Prince George Cougars, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Let's uh, look at the uh, roster battles that uh, you'll be uh, going through over the next couple of weeks, two, three weeks uh, through camp and preseason. And uh, let's start in net. And uh, Taylor Goche, uh, one of the top young goaltenders in the WHL. Unfortunate for him, he didn't get drafted uh, last June, but... Um, Maybe that provides a little extra motivation and, and he'll come in camp uh, extra fired up, which is bad news for 21 other teams in the league. He's a pretty good goaltender at this level. Yeah, he, he, he certainly is. And, um, you know, the, the draft is, 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 is a disappointment. He's a very, a real highly touted, uh, goaltender. He's, he's got a lot of status and he didn't end up getting drafted. Uh, um, you know, he, he's obviously he's good enough to get drafted, but he, you know, Boston stepped up right away. They brought him to their development camp. He's going to go to their, their main camp. So when you, when you look at, when you look at all the scenarios of kids that don't get drafted there, it, it, it's hard to tell them that, but it's, it really doesn't matter. It's how they deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, T- Taylor is dealing with it the, the right way. Uh, he's very motivated. He's, he, he's a good goaltender. Uh, a little adversity never hurts anybody if you deal with it the right way, and that's what he's dealing with right now. And um, we think that he's one of the top goaltenders in the league, which he is, and looking forward to this season. Really like the the way you explain that. You get drafted, it means one thing. If you don't get drafted, it means another. But for both in both situations, the work doesn't stop. I mean, a player gets drafted, it's not like you can just quit working, uh, or you're not going to get signed, and you'll be in the same boat anyway. Yeah, and everybody has a different path. Uh, the goaltender position, you know, there's only a certain amount of them. Um, but, you know, it's hard to explain that to, to a kid because the draft is, is so special. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's all about the end game. Like, where are they going to be in, in a few years from now? Like, are you, now you got to, you know, you know, 30 some teams that uh, you know can sign you can draft you again you have a good year it's it, it you know your future is 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 still just beginning um you know and I, and I tell all our players that because it's true it, it really is you see guys you know that go through the draft all the time and sometimes they end up being you know you, you, you they sign big free agent contracts and and that's what you got to look at there's a lot of positives with with Taylor's game um, as uh, a lot of our other players that uh, that went through the draft, it's it's what you do with the the adversity and how you deal with it, and and it should make you better. All right, well, there'll be other goaltenders in camp to to help uh, push Taylor uh, to be his best. And Isaiah Deloria was on the team last year, and uh, he's a veteran player now. 
with your club uh, in terms of years anyway as a 2,000-born player. And then there's Tyler Brennan, who was a first-round pick of the Cougars uh, in 2018. So there's there's some talent there uh, as well. Uh, anybody else that uh, we should take note of uh, with goaltenders coming to camp? Well, those are the three three main guys. We got uh, we we got a Herman kid coming from Swift Current, and we we got a, we got a few other uh, uh, goaltenders that are that are coming, and, and mostly it's evaluation uh, to see where they're at, uh, see where they could uh, be in the future. But um, in that position, we are we are pretty we have a lot of depth there. Mm-hmm. Um, Brennan's a very highly touted uh, goaltender. He's a big big goalie that's going to push for a spot. Delora has been here a couple of years. We expect him to, to really have a good training camp. And, you know, we talked about the internal competition of the O-Rages. Um, now we got internal competition with the goaltenders, which, which, which should make us a lot better. All right, Mark, let's uh, look at the blue line situation uh, for the Cougars uh, coming into this season. And uh, when you can return a number of players, uh, as you have the ability to do, uh, that's a good problem to have. But again, the 20-year-old situation uh, comes into play. So, uh, what's your mindset when you look at the blue line group uh, coming into camp? Well, we, we're we're excited about uh, uh, the the players we have coming back. You know, Moberg got drafted by Chicago. He, an old offensive player, Reinhardt. Uh, he's a really, um, really talented, high-rated uh, player that sh- you know should. Uh, this is a big year for him. It's his draft year. He he can do a lot of things that uh, you know a lot of other players can't do. So we're looking really looking forward to him this year. You know we got uh, Shotler, who's a, an overage. He had a great year last year. Crossley's one of the guys at the end of the year. We moved him up to forward, and we had he had a lot of success up there. So his versatility is something that uh, you know we can look at. Uh, of having an overage that can fill in holes on the blue line and and play forward, so that's that's a big advantage in junior hockey too. You know, Jack Sander, he's a 2000 that's coming back, and then we got some some young guys that are really pushing. Uh, you know, we got uh, Bordas, we got uh, um, um, McGrath, who's who's from here. Um, you know, we got we got a lot of guys. Uh, uh, Samson, who's uh, an old three that had a great year last year that's going to push for a spot and we picked up uh we picked up a kennedy uh kid uh from the ontario league that moved um and he was uh he was a draft pick i think it was a fourth round uh draft pick in the ontario league that's an one d that's going to come and we don't know a lot about him but um he was a fourth round draft pick in, in saginaw that moved his family moved into this area so we got him on waivers coming so we're looking forward to seeing him also well, that's interesting. That doesn't happen all that often, so we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out uh, for him. Uh, now, when we move to the forward group, and we talked about to some of the players who who aren't coming back, and that provides opportunity for guys who were maybe further down the depth chart uh, last year to take on bigger roles. Who immediately comes to mind when I say that that you're you're going to be leaning on more this year than you did last year? Well, you, you know, our we're going to rely on a lot of them. Like, um, you know, we got. Yeah, Leopard, Kalina, Purple, like Brown was hurt at the end of the year. It was a really, you know, really skilled player. Tyson Upper, who was his first year in the league, but he's got, got a lot of potential. Um, so there, there's a whole mix of guys, the internal competition at forward. There's some veteran guys that are a little bit different type players. And then we got, you know, we got our 03 draft picks, Craig Armstrong, who's going to be a real good player in this league. And we expect some, really good things out of him even though he's young he's 16 years old you got to be careful um with 
year-olds and putting too much pressure on them. And, and he's a he's a player that uh, we think is going to have a really good career and be a leader for this team in the future. Um, so we got a lot of uh, we got a, a lot of exciting players that are coming in, um, and there's a lot of unknowns every every year. Um, you look at your list, you look at your players, but the the unknown part is. Um, and this is this is just how I feel is you really don't know um how these kids are summer and you talk to them and stuff like that, and some kids really summer good and work out and dedicate themselves, and some others go go back the other way so sometimes when you think this player you got him penciled right in, you might not have put the work in that this other and the other player goes by him and you know, from a coach manager, uh, you like that scenario. You like players going by other players, um, but you like everybody putting the work in and 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 coming to to camp and and done the work, uh, so they don't have to be left behind. And some of it is just natural physical maturation of, of players and how much a guy can change. I mean, somebody you just saw in April and uh, compared to what he's going to look like here uh, when you see him this week. Could be night and day. I, I go back. Adam Lowry was that guy that's uh, kind of poster child for that for me. I think he was drafted at five ten, ends the league or leaves the league at at six five. I mean, that's just... yeah. No, I I, I was going to mention him to you, and actually, I had two of those guys in Swift Current, and uh, Jake Brusk was yep. another one. All of a sudden, he's barely five feet, and then all of a sudden, he you know Adam Lowry. I never never seen anybody grow that much in the summer. Like he leaves, and then he comes back, and you're like, holy man. This guy's a mountain, and uh, you know we always called little Jake DeBrusque, but then little Jake DeBrusque wasn't little Jake DeBrusque anymore. <laughs> he, he grew, so you really don't know how these guys summer until you see them. That's, uh, I mean, really unpredictable when it comes to scouting and drafting. At that, uh, you know, and when you're going for the Bantam draft, that's almost to some extent impossible to predict. I mean, you can look at older brothers and and, and their parents and stuff yeah. like that, but it's still a bit of a a wild card, isn't it? It it, it, it it is. It, it really is. And, um, you know, he, he, because I knew Louie and, and stuff when we were thinking about, like, you go and watch some of these little guys play and they're exceptional players. And mm-hmm. and then you're going, okay, what's their growth pattern going to be? Like, it's always, it's always funny uh, when you're, when you're going out and you're scouting, you're scouting these players, but you're doing more than scouting the players. You're looking at the mom. You're looking at the dad. You're looking at the grandparents. You're looking at how big their feet are. Are they going to grow? Like there's all these different projections that you got to take into account when you're scouting these young players. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anybody, anybody come into camp that uh, might be sort of an unheralded camp invite or a, a draft pick, a, you know, a fifth round kind of guy that uh, might not be uh, on everybody's radar yet, but uh, you might have a short list that you're kind of curious to see how this guy performs. Well, I, I'm curious about them all. I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I don't like mentioning too many names because sometimes they hear it and I'll forget somebody. Sure. But all the all the camp invites that the, that we do invite, where we invite them for a reason, it's to take a look at them and and it's opportunity. Whether it's this year, if you're of age or you're you're a young guy to to come into camp and, and impress to get listed or you're a guy of age that can make the team. Like uh, when I, when I, I just talked about Tyson upper last mm. year, like we, we've seen him and, 
And, you know, we listed him, he, he coming into camp and he knocked our socks off in, in train in training camp and made the team and was, you know, a real good player for us. And that's what we're looking for. Anybody that we invite someone to really stick out and, and make the team if you're of age and if, and if you're not of age to, to get listed and hopefully have a career in Prince George. What's the biggest challenge going to be for the Cougars this season, do you think? Well, we're, we're, we're in a, we're in a building mode. We, 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 we had a real tough time scoring goals and we're well aware of that, but, um, we're going to be a competitive team. How good we're going to be, you know, it's hard to say. We've got a lot of good pieces. Are they going to fall into place? Um, are young guys really going to develop? Can they take a step? Uh, so probably the challenge is, 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 is not going to be much different. Scoring goals is, is, is was a hard uh, part for us. Our leading scorer isn't isn't back, but can uh, by committee can some of these other guys spin you know five to ten more goals to to make the whole team effort uh, a lot more goals this year. All right. So that said, you said it's a growing year for you. You're not uh, going into the season thinking you're contenders. What is the the bar? Where what would you consider to be a, a successful season if if you get into the playoffs? Is is that good enough for this season? Oh, that would be that would be real good. Uh, you know, we're, we know we're playing in a in a tough division. We know the league is competitive. Uh, um, progression, I think that's the word. Uh, and we want to progress uh, in all areas. Um, you know, in 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 forwards, in D, in team wise, in coaching, in scouting, and in and progression is an organizational thing where we need to progress right through the whole organization. That sometimes takes time. Is uh, are you in a market that can be patient? Well, it, we are. We are in. We are where we are with our organization. Whether the market can be patient or not is is something that you know. It's my job to be patient and and, and build the the organization. You know, who we call the right way. Um, I'm not sure any <laughs> any market is really patient because everybody wants to win, and, and so do we. But if you if you if if you if you if you take steps and, and don't develop the right way, you're going to be behind the eight ball, um, and you're going to be chasing it. So um, that's something that we don't want to do. We want to try to make the right steps. We we do have a plan on on um, making a because we have a lot of draft picks, we do have a plan of, you know, building this organization to hopefully have a chance to take a run at it and win a championship at some day. Mark, lastly, uh, you got a couple preseason games in uh, Dawson Creek, BC, against the Edmonton Oil Kings. I won't be making the trip uh, for that one, but just uh, how did that come about, and why is it important uh, from your franchise perspective uh, to reach out to uh, a city like that? Not exactly in your backyard, but uh, uh, to make that trip out there. Well, it, it, it's you know we do have a lot of um, BC guys, and, and Dawson Creek is you know actually Kurt Hill he he, he brought it to brought it to me, and uh, we thought it'd be a great great time to go and showcase both our teams out there, show that uh, that area the WHL because there is players out there that uh, that that the whole WHL can use. So it's just showing our product out there. I think the people, they've been really receptive, the people that our business people have been dealing with and looking forward to it. And I think it's great for the team to do a little team bonding and get together in, in training camp and, and go spend a weekend there. Nice. Well, Mark, I appreciate your time today. Uh, good luck with uh, camp in the preseason and obviously what happens uh, for the Cougars this year. I appreciate your time and good luck. Thank you very much.
That's Mark Lamb, the GM and head coach of the Prince George Cougars. And you get the sense it could be another uh, growing, rebuilding year to some degree for uh, the Cougars, looking for some players to uh, take big steps forward this year. But uh, it's going to be, could be a long year for the Cougars. And remember, like Swift Current, a couple of years ago was their year to go for it, and they did. They ended up uh, losing in the first round, but uh, they did finish the season as uh, the top team in the BC Division, and getting there uh, took away a bit from their future. So it was a long season last year, and uh, Mark Lamb taking the patient approach wants to build from within and, and do things the right way, uh, but that does take time. So Cougar fans, sounds like you're going to have to be a bit patient. One more segment to go, and speaking of the Swift Current Broncos, is it a pretty similar story in southern Saskatchewan as the team moves from the east to the central division? Well, we'll find out. Dean Brockman is the GM and the head coach of the Broncos. He's up next here on the Pipeline Show. 35 seconds left. Steenbergen cuts into the slot. He's open. Move, cuts, in, Hi, this is Tyler Steenbergen from the Swift Current Broncos, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show. Bob has got 